Welcome to the Novi Guide Podcast. I'm Edwin van der Wald and I will be your guide. At NoviGuide, we get the most exceptional minds to share their practical tools to help you become the best version of yourself. We are two cousins that challenge ourselves and each other to disrupt the mediocrity mindset and by no other way than picking the brain of exceptional masters in their field. Just like you, we are curious about how they do it and we seek the tools to help us all become the best version of ourselves. In this week's podcast episode, Devanisha Swartz and I, Nina Smith, conduct a roundtable discussion with three of South Africa's rising actors, Melissa Meiberg, Caleb Felix and Konradi van Jerden. This discussion is about what you as a newbie on set can expect to experience and how to better prepare to make the most of your debut performance for film or TV. Melissa Meiberg is known for her debut as the lead in CakeNet's television series Complex. Caleb is known for his recent performance as the lead in a groundbreaking CakeNet story film Under the first Afrikaans film portrayal of a transsexual man, and Konradi van Jerden, who is known for starring as the lead in Viesense, the first found-footage-style film production in South Africa. We dive deep into what you should know before making your debut performance for film or TV, and how to navigate yourself as a newbie on set. We also dive into the question of whether you should study acting or jump straight into the industry. We discuss the impact of the current pandemic on the film industry, and then we get into how to sustain yourself as an actor. These young actors have a fresh outlook that will enlighten your views and beliefs on the industry. Let's break down those walls of fear and inhibition and prepare you for your film acting debut. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Melissa, Caleb and Conradi. for joining us on today's Novi Guide. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Oh, I'm so excited. That's this so is awkward. so awkward. Cool. I love you guys are like, we've started, <laughs> Melissa. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so today Hello. we have Caleb Felix. Hello, everyone. Conradi um, van Yerden. Hello. Uh, Melissa Mayberg. Hello. And um, are you going to introduce uh, the presenter? <laughs> yes, please. <go> <laughs> I'm Nina Smith. And I'm here. And I'm Devanisha Swartz, and I'm also here. <laughs> Okay, so we have something in common. We are all, I don't know at what point you stop calling us young up and coming. <laughs> but once you win the award. But we are all uh, <laughs> young South African actors and actresses, and we are going to share our wisdom and our knowledge <laughs> and our tips and our tricks f- oh. with the young up and coming yes. as well and and the fears and the yes. anxieties that we all have and we'll and chat about it yeah and the struggles and i think we should start from the beginning where did your journey in the performing arts start when did you start loving acting okay i'm just performing i hate this question because <laughs> i feel like everyone always says um, when I was three years old, I was dancing in that way. But everyone did that when they were three years old. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think mine started, actually started, in grade six. Um, we had a talent show at our primary school, and I was, I, I knew, like I didn't 
You were like, it's a fact. It's a fact that yeah. someone in the audience is going to see me and then I'm going to get my own Disney Channel show. <laughs> and oh. then when it didn't happen, I was Panama, so, you know what I'm saying? I was so um, disappointed in myself because I was like, Hannah Montana? Yeah, this is what happened. She was 12 when it started and you're 13 now <laughs> and nothing has happened. You are a disappointment <laughs> to your family. Guys, little side story. So um, I did Yakos and Wolf with Melissa and um, in the dressing rooms, Melissa would uh, walk around like she was in Hannah Montana. Yes. And just sing to us and tell Everyone yeah. loved it. No one Absolutely. Got, no, no one, one got annoyed. No, no one. No, no, no one. Because we're all family. Yes. So that's when it started. <laughs> okay. So apart from my amazing role in grade one in the, the show Birds, um, my, my performing arts journey probably started in grade eight when we were tasked to make like a movie. And then I just took it upon myself to write, direct, I act. I made myself the lead. Like I was gonna rock it, yeah. and I did. Yeah, of course you did. I've seen this movie, and I can, with one hundred percent honesty, say, say it's based it's South the- African movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was titled- Someone pick it up, Netflix. Some- yeah. CSI Cape Town. CSI Cape Town. Um, so then I did that, and then I had drama in grade nine, and then I left the drama, the dramatic arts, um, and oh, then, yes. yes, and then I just, after I took my gap year, I was like, I'm going to do, this is what I actually want to do. And, and you, did I, a, you did a, 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 what do you call it? A gap business. year in business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On your APA profile. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there, it has to be in the CV. Yeah, but I think it's fantastic. So mine started i remember watching beyonce perform live when i was like eight years old or nine years old and we had this jungle gym in our backyard um and i would go on there and it was obviously elevated you know it's off the ground and so you're heightened it looks like you're off the ground you're heightened and it looks like you know the grass is your audience and so i used to dance and sing those performances and that's where i realized that i really want to perform i always first initially wanted to become a singer beyonce (laughs) so i always wanted to become i still want to become a singer i'll get there after this acting thing or the acting thing doesn't work out or during you know multi everything (laughs) (laughs) so you know so the singing thing was my first um my first experience of me wanting to be a performer um so yeah just musician and music as a whole and then I just found acting um through school yeah through school because you know drama the subject fast forward studied it and now well yeah so that was like the pivotal moment of like yes no definitely then I realized yes no 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 no. at eight to nine with Beyonce okay moving on I know we all studied acting together um yes would you recommend studying acting or performing for film and and tv i would not (laughs) i think study another degree um like a degree where you can actually make money in um, or something that you can just obviously the drama the acting degree is also equipping you you know in the arts but another degree that can equip you in another area of your life and then honestly just Get an agent. And I know it's difficult to get very good agents, but there are smaller agencies out there. 
that um, do sign new people. And if you've got a look and you're pretty, you know, you stand a bit of chance. <laughs> I'm on, just being frank. I actually have a question about that because I have I've, I've come across many people who say they can't get an agent because they don't have a degree. I know that, but they're going to your big, uh, your big houses. Okay, I have Caleb, it's also very different because you're very attractive. Yeah, it's good. So, like, you also, no. you also have a mod. No, I know, I know, I know. So, like, also, when I was 18, I had no, no, zero talent. <laughs> I needed someone training. No, so I get I you. So, I think it depends on who you I are. I get you, I get you, definitely. Um, also, I feel like if you planning to fail, then you're already, like, taking a wrong step. So, if no, I hear you. I'm going to go study... Definitely. Backs or whatever, because I want money or, or a backup plan, then you're already planning to I fail. just think sometimes we think that the, that planning to fail thing is if it doesn't work out. My thing is, I'm going to film now a project, and then for three months I might not have work, but that doesn't mean I'm failing. It just means that only in three you months' time I'm getting work. work. But yeah. now in the three months' time, I can audit someone's books. I can Come do on, that. perspective change. You know, that's again my perspective. I also I just feel like you can get a lot of experience on set, because <laughs> yeah. I felt like I learned the most set, when yeah. I was on stage performing and not everyone in okay. university that's gets to I'm be saying. in a show that's what i'm saying with university and i'm not talking about just in the university it opens up doors 100 100 like stellenbosch has sorry i can open concept stellenbosch has the premiere which is a yes. fantastic way to get like a most little, definitely like a no we have a lot of opportunities and there that's is very like, true it's always there and i know very true and it's a very nice safe job. space but against my argument i want to say that university is a very good safe space to learn mm. um because when you get into the real world you can't yeah. be scared Conradi, what do you okay, think about so this personally i'm like in in both boats yeah because i don't feel through, uh, yeah yeah through. like i don't feel like i learned that much same studying four years <laughs> Um, but the networking that I did and the people I met is definitely going to carry me through. Mm. Like, I've met a lot of writers. You're doing a movie in a few Yes, yes. Exactly. Like, I've met so many writers and um, my past film, Viesens, is because of Susan Bayer, one of my lecturers. Yeah. So it's all like interconnected like the the industry is so small yes that's vast but small. Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. so and also like i don't i 100 know that if i didn't study i would not get an agent yeah okay um i especially when i was 18 i was not attractive <laughs> like i am right now <laughs> yes, yes! <laughs> but you know I, I was not attractive I, I didn't have natural talent i had no no networking no canals nothing yeah. okay. so yes i feel like i, I learned the most in my honors here from <laughs> which was a writing course yeah. um then i did my three years but the outside jobs i got the networking experience it, all those things mm. yeah. That yeah as you said it's, it's it, it depends on from person oh. to person mm, for yeah. me also i i feel like if i wasn't studying at a university but got training mm. i would be I would be mm. way further. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I also yeah. think that that yes, Conradi. I know you said like you don't feel like you learned that much. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to backtrack on that. <laughs> I wanted no, no, to no, backtrack on I, that. I, I, know, I, I Like I agree with you. I also, I can't tell you I learned this and I learned this and that, but yeah. I think it's also difficult to objectively say how no, no, you have. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. It's not like I can ABNC. tell you. It's not like I can mm. tell you 
exactly which techniques I'm following, <laughs> but I am following yeah. techniques that I've learned. Indirect learning. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not necessarily what you learn in class. Yes. So you like don't have to, and yeah. sometimes it helps. Yeah. It, definitely helps. Yeah. It, it definitely helps. It definitely helps. Yeah. It's really So for those of you who are listening who are not formally trained or are thinking about being, uh, or maybe not studying, know that it isn't fully necessary for you to study, mm. but do mm. a class or you two. You need and, training. And training, training is, a very is good important. Thing for you. If yeah. you go and study, make it your mission to be in as many productions mm. as possible because yes. that's an that's, that's why actually, you go. You go yes. to, to perform. You don't go to, to you know... Yes. The degree is not going to get yeah. you. So that's why I go look at a look at the different acting schools and see mm. where they create a lot of theater or films, um, so that yeah. you can actively be practicing your craft. Because it's one thing to be you know studying it, but you really need to be yeah. part of productions. Grab every opportunity. Everything. <laughs> okay, inspirational. <laughs> um, so you are, have all kind of Melissa just graduated her honors in 2020. Stunning. Uh, Caleb graduated his undergrad 2020. Conradi ended in 2019. <laughs> 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 in my days, back then, no. Um, so all of you just kind of transitioned. How has that transition from student to working, working professional? Working. How, <laughs> how, is that, how is that kind of gone? And we start the conrad. Okay, so, well, obviously, our <laughs> dear friend, Mr. Coronavirus, or Mrs. or Mrs. or Miss Coronavirus. Hundred percent. Really difficult um and then yeah because because i came out of of 2019 and i was like 2020 is gonna be my year and i feel like everybody everybody was like that and um then nothing like i started out the year doing two ads and then i did nothing and (laughs) that's all good like yeah as soon as soon as lockdown was was um lowered i had one role in a in an american series for one day and i was like okay it's picking up mm. great we're going it's it's starting and then nothing yeah so um i was very fortunate enough to start doing some voice work come on now thanks Devanisha. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah that's been that's been keeping me busy Sane, right yeah mm. also um um just to note on that we will get back to diversifying within your industry but just yeah. just keep that as a note yeah for me it was very scary just because 2020 was an awkward year mm. and then how was it studying during 2020 because so just weird <laughs> weird 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 but our department my university accommodated us pretty well which i liked mm. and we got to create some really fun stuff on stage so that was great um but leaving studies you know was very scary it is still very scary it's a very scary time to be in i mean this is like the first couple of months of my life that i'm not in this institution that allows me to have the safety net and i know what's coming next i have no idea what's (laughs) happening with my career after two weeks time you know but with that being said i love how exciting the industry is because i can audition today for a show have a call back next mm. week and then start yeah. filming on a month exactly. project in two yeah. weeks time and then your life yeah. has changed yeah. which is incredibly exciting so i always try to look at that and say you know tomorrow i could get a call yeah. and 
that's very exciting for me that it's so fast moving mm. and that's very beautiful yeah we're speaking in um we were speaking to Edwin van Rock, our uh, the creator of <laughs> No Guide. This isn't like <laughs> this isn't paint bond. You put his name in italics. Was it done? One hundred percent. But when we were speaking in the like the little our tribe group, um, I was speaking about the fact that I am so uncertain. In twenty twenty, mm. you walk into. I love uncertainty, so I walk into a year with like. Um, I love when I feel uncertain in a in a positive way, but mm. in 2020, <laughs> but 2020 was really made walking into 2021 uncertain, mm. very like anxious felt. Like I was incredibly yeah. felt like in 20 like last year it felt like something in you know you yeah, feel good. It's yeah. like oh, it's, it's positive anxiety that you yeah, have, yeah. and mm. now you're just walking in with kind of stress. Sorry, it took me very it's long. Like to an get ex there, leaving <laughs> some bad scars. <laughs> 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 Okay, so for me, I got an agent in 2019 at the end of my third year, and then I did my honours last year. But the thing is, I, so I did complex in August, so I was still busy with my honours. So I kind of mm. had that to juggle both, which I kind of hated because I couldn't really enjoy either of them. Because mm. on set, I'm thinking, okay, we're ending at 10, and then I have to start my first draft of my thesis for... And this is this tomorrow. is all during so, COVID. This is all during yeah. COVID. Yeah. So first we had like three months off of nothing, which I hated, um, and I, and then I started getting auditions. Didn't get anything, so I was like, <laughs> okay, it's fine. I still have one year. Maybe I'll do my master. Yes, it's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Um, and then it was complex, and then I did a Christmas movie, and I did an American series, and it all just like, ah, and yeah. I went. Ah, Am I going to name it? Ah! <laughs> I'm a fucking actress. And then I haven't done any, it's just no auditions this year. Yeah. So after oh, our okay. movie that I got as, uh, after full funding yeah. university. Historical costing. As full funding <laughs> university. Yeah. Because of the university, um, oh, I have nothing for science. Yeah. I think it's safe to say if you become an actor and you start getting work, don't expect that it's going to be a gradual increase. Yeah. In, in, it's it's yeah. up and down, it up be. and down constantly. It, it could, could be. My, my biggest savior is the fact that I try to be a writer as well. Mm, me too. So I always, in air quotes, have a job because you can always pitch something. Mm. You can always start working on a movie. Yeah. Even if it never gets made, you, yeah. Yeah. Yes. you always have something to do. Yeah. Oh, and the importance of kind of uh, uh, back to my question, diversifying because as you said, yeah. you're an actress and you are a writer. Speak about that a little bit, please. Okay, so I diversified by dating a writer. Me. <laughs> 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 and then yeah, further further, I'm just doing some voice work and conceptualizing because I can't write. Yeah. I can conceptualize. Me that. too. So I'm conceptualizing yeah. lots of stuff which I can And then collaborate. you date the writer yes, and then she exactly. writes it for you. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Or I can use a different writer if I'm not happy with her. You can so like, no, exactly. to me, obviously. I have, I have a vast amount of, of writers who I can collaborate and with. And that's also a very important thing that you're saying about like knowing that you're an ideas person. Yes. And then getting to a person who can just who can write, yes. and then you, yes. mm. you know. Mm. I thought I think also like I have a part time job where I give seminars at mm. schools, and it pays quite well. So yes. just like handsuknet something, mm. the dot, the I can't even. You have to. Speaking is something that you can. Yeah, like go take a course on public speaking. Like I have to do because um, yeah, but like literally just search 
<laughs> because like um, actors are just waiting around for work yeah, yeah, and it's not nice to wait around for work so you have to create other streams of incomes um, acting has to be your your glorified special hobby yeah. it has to be <laughs> there's actually so so much you can do like I'm yeah. speaking to I don't know he's probably gonna hate me for saying this but Bayan Kotzer he started a TikTok and I know we all think we have <gasps> TikTok a PhD TikTok is fabulous it's great for some, and it's a way of him having a creative outlet mm. and it's a way of entertaining people yeah, and yeah, he's, he's and making money and it's not like it's not he doesn't have what but Charlie the Mio girl whatever like that kind of but he has a lot of followers and he gets recognized and things like and you don't know where that could lead I mean yeah. exactly literally is sponsoring some of his podcasts like that's great start. I'm trying to get TikTok famous I'm not gonna lie like I, I need to just start a TikTok I started that last week I'm on it now I need that I'm waiting for my niece to be like a, a year old and then I'm gonna start a TikTok <laughs> we think we have like a PhD because we, we're not on TikTok but like mm. just yeah. whatever Conradi have you told us about your transitional period from yes. student have you got yeah, yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> guys tell us about your very very first experience on set however small or big oh, your, it was like your like very your very very first what did you feel like tell people rough. what they can expect okay. to feel or how they should prepare or what they should <sighs> what you wish you knew okay. <laughs> can i start with, can i start with my yeah. very first my very first experience i was on the set of Johnny is not with me. I yeah, I'm I'm one of the choir kids. If you see there, there's a little colored girl in the front row. Um, <laughs> I'm, that was my very first set, and it was so funny for me because I just walked past everyone, and I was like, hey, blah blah blah, blah whatever. Um, and then afterwards, I realized like I was walking past some dance and like. Um, Christian Ulfachen directed it. Like, you know, afterwards, I was like, oh, who's, I don't know who that guy is. And it's like, Miku was just sitting there. Like, and absolutely, like, there were so many famous people. And I remember <laughs> asking the main, um, what's his name? Um, what's the main character? The lead of the... Oh, oh, and the... Um, um, Anyway, so Johnny. I... Johnny. Yeah, I ended up asking the man who played... Rulof. There we go. Uh, I ended up asking Rulof, um, isn't that the lady <laughs> in High Rollers? Isn't that... Uh, Rulanda, right? Yes. Isn't that the lady in High Rollers? And he was like, yeah. And Ilona Sabia, who I didn't know at the time, was also standing there. She was like, yes, it is, it is. And like, <laughs> Albert is standing there. And I'm just like, oh, this is so cool. Because so the lady... Because <laughs> the lady from High Rollers is there. And I was, I think I, I was 18. And I was like, oh, I'm probably studying this next year. I should probably get to know what, who these people are. And then, How uh, do you get looking that? back, literally watching, I was in the choir. And oh, they needed SMK, choir okay, children. Okay. No, you USK. Oh, USK. I had just joined USK. Oh, and they okay, said new members may Stunning. also join. That's so cute. And um, that was my first experience on like an uh, incredible... Oh, yeah. yeah that's it was, cool. <laughs> that was really cool, but I knew no one. Okay, so my first experience, I really want to say it was complex, but it wasn't. <laughs> I was on the Lima of Belinda. <laughs> <laughs> one episode, it was, um, I had one line and it was, Who the rule done you now? <laughs> and I practiced I that, love that line 70,000 times. I remember driving at five o'clock in the morning to Cape Town. I was like, Who the rule done you now? Who the rule done you now? And then, Who the rule done you now? And then, 
my my co-star who played my mother, um, man, um, an audience guy. Renal. 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 nice. She played my mother. I'm like exposing her, and she cut my line short. <laughs> I was so mad, and then I just went. <laughs> and then she was like, "I can my daughter go now?" And I said. <laughs> I have one line. You have like five. Literally, <laughs> give me, give me, give me this. <laughs> me and you at set next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my my first first experience on set was on the set of Canary. Lovely. Oh, Look at us being dressed. Yeah. Um, where <gasps> I did, did it. Did they cut your hair? Yes, but th- this is the story I'm, I'm going to tell now. So, so me, me and Andor, Andor, me and Hendrik, we, we went together as extras, like army um, nivelinge. And on the first day, they said, okay, they're going to cut our hair for an extra, I think it was 600 rand. And Andor, they, they only needed three guys. And Andor was like, okay, yes, I'm going to do it. And Hendrik was like, nah. And I was like, I don't really want to do it. <laughs> And then uh, I didn't do it. And then three hours later, I was like, no, I, I actually want to get into character of this extra. I'm going to get into character. And I'm like, shave my head, guys. And they were like, okay, but we've already got the three guys. You're not going to get paid. And I'm like, oh, just do it. Let's go. <laughs> so that's how I lost out on 600 on my first day on set. Um, and then my actual first day where I was uh, playing a character, I was... <laughs> A homophobic sexual assaulter. Oh, in Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook. So that was like, yeah, that was a very stressful, like, situation going in to be like, oh, hello, I'm Conradi and I'm so sorry. Yeah. (laughs) And you also have to like kiss someone as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But luckily, Hendrik was also on set that day, so at least I knew someone, and he could vouch that I'm not that bad. I so before I acted professionally, I was first a model, Come and on. so I've been on some cute sets mm. because of that. But first professional um, acting for television was I did a web series before that, but I feel like I want to talk about the television one because that's like yeah. nice. <laughs> so it was for um, a cake net film that's coming out. On the 26th of February. Watch it at 9pm. Um, it's called Under. This and is a shameless, shameless plug now. Watch our show. It's really pretty. Um, but that was, a, that was like my first television set. And it was incredibly crazy. Just because... Yes, it was... So for me, it was... So interesting because I just studied acting for three years and I'd never been a main um, in the department. And then to be thrown in the deep end and be like number one on a call sheet on a film set is incredibly scary. But very eye-opening and I realized, okay, it's something that I can do, you know, because I think that was something that I was expecting, you know, like five years into my career. Ooh, I'm number one on the call sheet. The show's about me. So it was really cool to experience something like that and 
Yeah, so different from the previous sets that I was on for modeling because, you know, that's fun and cute. But, you know, on an acting set, you realize, Mm. you know, you need to focus next Mm. level because Mm. there's a set that's moving. There's hundreds of people around you and you actually need to tell a story and be authentic. Mm. So it was it was for me, it was just incredible being thrown in into the deep end like that because I learned so so much and you Nina okay my my <laughs> first um, my first set experience was such a full circle moment it was the day of graduation uh, and it was on the set of Sarah's Geheim so they called Stian thank you Stian for your role um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you Stian so Stian was my role so they just needed someone to to, to ask Marguerite um, in Sarah's Geheim um She was, she was like, it was like, oh, it was such a sensitive, it was the morning she woke up after she was sexually assaulted. And I was the corsage girl who t- knocked on the door asking where she is, and she was in this daze. But I just want to tell you, just prepare yourself, because this was what was scary for me, was the moment, like, the crew makes me nervous. When they, when they set up, and now you've got one line. And then they start, like, you have to fucking... You have to, you have to do it. And you have then to deliver. They sit, and then it's quiet, and then you go, "Is he okay?" And then I, I, oh, it's just, just prepare yourself. Be okay with the fact that it's going to be scary. You just, need to be so be hyper scary. aware yeah. because it's crazy being on set because everything is moving around you, and you have to keep your focus yeah. on another level. And we go, don't get taught that in university. You don't, yeah. Um, because we we get. I mean, all of us got trained for the camera because we have a module like that, camera acting. Um, but I mean, it's not well, like it's that. Not like it's that. so chill. That's why I keep and on saying it's a wonderful safety net university. Yeah. But you know, when you get there, it's like, oh, Flip, you actually have to do this. And you, know, and you just have to do it because you're getting paid. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, the thing is, right, um, we, we're so used to also, we're very much used to um, theater. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have as many people. And mm-hmm. so with a crew, a TV crew, you're like, there are five million people standing around, just two of you who need to be in a scene. Yeah. Yes. And that's intimidating. And you need to create that intimacy constantly. Because yeah. yeah. on the set of, uh, of Feinscraft, exactly, like it was a huge room where we were in the corner and doing it on the bed, where I was keeping it on the bed, <laughs> not doing it, but like, and then... In the other corner of the room, there were 15 other people Mm. watching us. Mm. And it's just, you still have to focus on what you're doing and trying to be truthful to that while knowing this isn't real life. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's crazy what we do. And also with, I don't know, theater, you you spend so much time like perfecting every single moment Mm. where literally with television and film there's no time there's just it's time spending you, you want the fastest most efficient actor not necessarily the most talented yeah. designer yes. it's, it's about moving forward and just getting it so done. we're so all not talented yes, that's yes, why we're no, here no, no. <laughs> just easy so I, I remember with complex like the last two days we just no the last day no two days i don't know we literally just spent on those transitional moments in the series like where she falls on the bed or like yes. lies there whatever and uh, they would it's like a room full of 10 people with lightings and things and, and I'm literally and in this little box with equipment and it's just me okay fall cool we got it next it's, not, it's, mm. it's like all, all those people are literally mm. there for you and it's so much pressure so i remember the first big day, responsibility my first day with like an actual line we did one scene and it was like a big mon- a little monologue she like basically told the audience for the first time she was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. 
and I was so nervous my first time actually like playing a character like on camera and they had to shoot it like 10 times because I messed up my line so many times because I was so nervous <laughs> and I, I was so prepared like I was mm. more prepared I feel like the in everywhere <laughs> but still every time I was like my stuk air is just baba <laughs> so you are going to be nervous so one, be overly prepared. Yes. And, and yeah, two, being like, overly no, prepared really helps. helps with, you know, breaking down. Yeah, because if I got there and I knew my lines kind of, then it would have been a... Mm. Also because, like, yeah. the camera requires you to be so natural. Mm. And so... You can't be thinking about lines because the camera's going to really pick it up. And I know for me, my, my home language is English and then having to act in Afrikaans Baby. is so difficult Honey, because you need to get the words right. You need to get the accent right. English, please. <laughs> please. Um, and so there's no time because, you know, we have also certain habits while mm-hmm. we think of lines, which we can get away with on stage. But you can't do that in front of the camera because... Also, you just don't want the country to see you doing like this because your face is going to be everywhere. So be so prepared. That's so important. And it's also the least that you can do on set. Yes. Because there's like, there's a lot of money going into this project. You are getting a check. Um, a lot of people are there for you. And no offense, but like our job is not that hard compared to exactly. what other people on set are doing. Like, exactly. They're running around. They're getting everything set up. We're just sitting and reading a book or whatever. Yes. When, when we realize that we are a part of, that we are not the star. We are a part mm. of, we are exactly. a cog in a machine. Exactly. Yes. And we are all working together for one goal and one project. So... Be as determined as everyone mm. else is on set. I w- oh, sorry, literally to take it. <laughs> but I'm not going to name names, but I worked with someone who thought that this project was his or her. There, <laughs> they are from, sent from God. To, <laughs> you know, the these people they serve them for so on. And the whole time, I literally like looked at them and I was like. You are just this You're like a little cop. small part. You are a prop for someone else's story to be told. Like, and you realize that when you get into when yeah, you get in front of that camera, you realize oh, with the theater, with theater, you feel like you are like really. I felt like I feel like an artist. Yes, On yes. Film, you know, you are just mm. a prop, and yeah. if you can convey someone else's story effective and efficient. Then you are the best actor there is. Yes. I will mm. never accept that I'm just a prop. <laughs> So, guys, you've all recently been part of very exciting productions. Mm-hmm. Melissa, in 2020, you landed a beautiful leading Come role on. in Kaiknet's complex playing Mika Brink. Is it Brink? Yeah. Devanisha, yeah. you've recently played. Zoe, Zoe Daniels, Daniels in Tertius yes. Cups, Tertius Caleb, you've been a part of Enrico Hartzenberg's web series for Adamse and playing the lead, Gamma number now. one, yeah. in Caitlin Wiggles' film Under, airing next week Saturday on Channel 144 at 9pm. And Conradi, you played the lead, Johan Conradi, in <laughs> Derek Miller's found footage film, very exciting, yeah. Via Sense. Yeah. Brilliant. Now, Answer this. All the question is to all of you. I'm just going to ask it once. Mm. How did you prepare for these parts? Oh my gosh! So, Under tells the story of the first 
trans character that will be on Afrikaans television. Wow. So firstly, it's, iconic. it's very monumental for queer representation mm-hmm. in on Afrikaans television, South Africa and Africa as a whole. And so I knew that there's a lot of responsibility involved with telling this story. I am a very queer conscious individual, so I'm always watching documentaries and I'm an extreme huge ally of the trans community just because they're so endangered in our society. So I'm always watching documentaries and watching shows around characters like this. So that really helped me a lot. Like if you know me, you know that I watch a lot of television. Yeah. Like I love watching just because I learned so much from watching other actors and diff- certain stories because I'm so fascinated with how complex human beings are. <laughs> complex um and so for me it was really doing things like that and just knowing that script inside oh out God. inside yeah, out Wait, you, you start helping other people with it exactly <laughs> exactly no no i've experienced that and it's also just really reassuring and puts you at ease and mm. at peace while you're on set if you know your dialogue inside and out because then you get to play mm. and we all want to play around on set because then you get the most authentic moments yeah Okay, so how did I prepare? I, like, firstly, the character was written in a way where Derek just went to Susan and he was like, "Okay, so this is a character. Um, who do you who do you suggest?" And then she suggested me. So then I was already like, Thank kind you. of, "Danke, Susan. <laughs> Danke, Derek." Um, so I was already kind of in that, like, in his mind. And then, like, I found it quite easy because the setting of the movie. Um, it's about four intelligence officers and my character is like the youngest obviously he's the new guy which I also was in the movie um, so we also stayed together for 10 days um, on a farm so we we built the dynamic which was nice um, but yeah I felt like the new inexperienced guy so I felt like I just knew the character like yeah so that was great Okay, so I was on Complex, obviously. Um, not obviously, obviously. Okay. Stream it now on show nights. If you haven't um, watched it, where yeah, are you? If you haven't watched it, are you living under a rock? No, I'm just kidding. I stop. Um, she really wants a season two, please. Please, <laughs> Louis. Um, no, so um, I really, it was an eye-opening experience. First of all, I got to work with Fineric and Vagdunovitz, which, <laughs> oh man, that <laughs> woman, yeah, I breathe on that mic. Anyway, um, First of all, once I, I learned my lines, like we had this, um, a part in the script is literally us reading, it, it was voiceovers, mm. so you got to read it in, in yeah. the studio. And she asked me two weeks before we did uh, we did rehearsals and she went like, how are you feeling about it, about the, the, the voiceovers? And I was like, it's fine, I already know my words. And she's like, 
you need to calm down. You can, you can read it. <laughs> so I was very, very prepared, which I feel like is the least it's you can do. 100%. Really, 100%. Like, yeah. We so, need to reiterate that yeah. to anyone in the industry, guys. It's not that difficult, guys. And our job is to know our lines. <laughs> know your lines. <laughs> the rest I, you can... I'm going yeah. to like throw under the, bu- under, uh, under the bus right now, but there were so many times where we would be in a scene and complex, it had long scenes mm where they try to do it in one shot mm. so you if you have a seven minute scene and you mess up at minute 6.3 then you, everyone hates you exactly so um my co-actor would sometimes not know his lines that well and then i'm sorry but then he would blame the sound oh, no! and he'd be like um there was, there was a plane or something oh, no. or whatever so just know your lines. It's really not that hard. And if you, if you like do slip up, just take responsibility. Like that's the biggest thing because no one yes. wants to sit there being like, yikes, freaky. Like, we know you did it, job. So just Andy's. like that was the biggest thing. And then also Mika. I feel like I think if I had different parents, I would be Mika. <laughs> so that was very easy. But uh, also get a backstory. Not if not every detail in the backstory is always written in the text. Mm. Like. Me, sit with the director and get her like solid backstory and everything like what she mm. eats what she's allergic for literally like i have little details about like what happened to her in grade three like mm. things like that just it helps with certain things so you can say a line and you know oh this is how she feels this mm. yeah and it just makes it a bit more authentic not that i'm saying that i did it perfectly i mean yeah. it was my first but like i feel like it did it help mm. with like I think also the reason you need to prepare so well with on that point of mm. preparing a backstory, it's not that you're going to use every single detail mm. that you figure out, but the, the your eyes communicate so much. So yes. the more you prepare, the more you believe what you are portraying and the yes. more the camera believes you. But also the character literally yes. picks up everything. So I know yes. that the OP came to me once and he was like, um, in the, the, the previous um, shot, you did something with your eyes and you just looked up like, and I was like, oh, you know, mm. <laughs> they see every Everything. single little detail, like mm. a little glimmer or a little blink or whatever. And it all like helps to yeah. build this character. Mm. And sometimes just spending a lot of time with the tech, not necessarily writing notes or making mm. conclusions, yes. just reading it 3,000 times. Thinking about it. Yeah, just, just thinking, thinking about it until you're at a point where you go like, you can ask me anything mm. and I don't have to mm. think about it. I just know the answer. Yeah. I have to start. Yeah. And I will say it's very difficult to do that because with film and television, you don't have the yeah. script yeah. as long as yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't have six Definitely. weeks to rehearse for a show. You literally maybe get the script two days before you start filming. Um, so then it's difficult. To get it into your body. Yes, because muscle memory is a wonderful thing when mm. you do have the muscle memory of anything because then anything can happen on set. So... Um, just remember yeah. that. But get yourself. I have a little bookie for every character, and I literally like same. Oh, man, same. Like, so, so yeah, yeah. But I, li- I did use Naviguide's notes to. What to do, Edwin? Literally, I used Naviguide to help prepare myself for it. So I have a little bookie, and every scene, like I, I have a breakdown of the day's scenes. Yes. So the day before we shoot those scenes, you do those I scenes. I literally yeah. read it, and I just write down like where I'm coming from, exactly. what has wow. happened before that scene. Yes. And mm. also like random thoughts. I'm going like, just remember in the scene you yes. are mad at. At this person, yeah. For this, yes. that you just 
and sometimes if I'm nervous for a certain scene, I would literally just read those notes before and going on. Yes. So it's in the back of your mind. Okay, I feel like I am. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna be the Olivia Coleman of our industry because um, I don't prepare as hard as everyone else. It's horrible. Um, I pray I'm as good as Olivia Coleman. Come on, Oscar. Um, so come on so now i'm going for an oscar baby um so to prepare for uh, zoe shook um i went back to my high school times when i was very um attracted to white men no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both <laughs> No one hundred percent no one no hundred percent no i'm kidding um so preparing for so I was very nervous walking onto the set of Fear Mira um, because I knew everyone else's um, job, like what they've done, right? So I'm the young. <laughs> we're five people, which is a very small um, cast. We're five people, and um, I'm playing opposite Brent Vermeulen, who has the least of everyone else. And then, me, and then <laughs> which is a fuck turn. So I'm out there. Um, I'm like, I'm just a theater person. I'm like, Aish. and you're stressing, right? How did I get you? You know? And um, so I went in there already really stressed. Um, I learned a lot about myself as a person, as an actress, to, you know, just get to the point where I'm serving the character and not my own insecurities. Because mm. um, I walked in there going, <gasps> you know, this is Tarsha's cup, and, you know, it's Jakob you're already freaking out and you know Yuri's behind and you're like oh my gosh Yuri's such a well-known DOP um but to prepare for Zoe I am um I come from a (laughs) we have very similar back not similar backgrounds we have very similar um uh I'm we like yeah similar world in in the sense that I come from the same economic almost mm. class background that she comes from. So I could connect to her in that way. And then just like talking to the writers and figuring out yeah. um, and, and, and and knowing what it feels like to be in love and <laughs> playing with that. And on that thing of like asking questions, don't be afraid to ask questions to the director and the writer. And the like absolutely. please ask as much as you want because yeah. they usually know more. Yeah. Yeah, Dina Snowfall, she's a she's a champion in that area. She asks questions. <laughs> yeah, everything. Me. Yeah, Dina, we're doing we're we're currently in the process of um, doing a movie together with Carla Smith as writer and director. And your first line. Um, wait, sorry. Yes! <laughs> um, I wasn't there for the first half of the first rehearsal, but I was told that this happened and that is I, hilarious. I have no I've I've no uh, no question that that happened. Yeah. I know <laughs> I don't doubt no, that don't for know. a second. The thing is just be sure of your character. That's fantastic. And also Nina is an incredibly intelligent actress. Yes. One um, of the most intelligent, intelligent actresses, actresses that I of know. our generation. Yes. Come on. Like. So um she's going to be asking you the intelligent question. She's just sitting here, like dying in the corner. She said, <laughs> she's very she right cummed yeah. her postgrad, darling. She's that girl. Yeah. But it is incredibly <laughs> important to ask questions and to feel comfortable with what you're presenting, yeah. right? If you have a doubt, the doubt will be yeah, seen. It's gonna show. And if you feel haha on the day because you're like, oh my word, I'm so much in my head. Um, <laughs> funny story about that, but that's a side note. Um, if you feel bad, 
and and I mean the camera can pick it up can can completely yeah. see through you it sees through yeah. you and yeah and you know, onto onto that like if they cut and they wrap that scene like it's done if you're happy or not it's happening like also be uh, already now get used to the fact that they will choose whichever one yeah, fits the story exactly. best and so there was i remember i did devil's sport last year in the middle um with nina swart smack you anyway so um, <laughs> i did devil's sport and there was one very emotional scene for my character and she got you know the first take mm. okay cool second take okay i think we did like four takes when i got to the fourth take i was like yes the tears are brimming like i yes. feel it mm. and i was like that was obviously the obviously the best obviously. this is obviously you the best take i was exactly obviously the best take then when i saw it i was like why did they <laughs> no. not choose no, that one happens. and then you realize oh wait they are choosing the one that fits the story mm. do you know what was inc- so strange for me being on set was coming from university where you're always told hey you need to fix this you need to fix this mm. you're wrong yeah you're yeah. right yeah you need to fix this there's so many things you're always being critiqued mm. but then when you get on set you're usually or maybe i was just doing my job maybe we're doing <laughs> job <laughs> but like nice. people are not critiquing you so no. much and it's incredible it's the most lovely Lovely. space i loved it because i was just allowed to be and be authentic that's so oh, but it it actually i guess i've worked with four directors now, Come on. and two of them were actors as well mm. and it's so different working with, with an, an actor mm. and then just a director yeah. so i did the complex and then the movie and the movie was um manira sully's fantastic writer and Love director her. but she um She's just a director and a writer, so she let me do whatever I yes. want. So I came to her and I was like, "Do you want me to cry in the scene or not?" Like tears, I'd like to. She's like, "Girl, do what you want to do. Like yeah. you're the actor." With Tinari, she was she was very mm. set in what she wanted my performance to look like, which I loved because I wow. sometimes get very stuck in my head. So I need mm. someone sometimes to just go like, "What I about this?" I get you. And same you know with Pierre. Sorry, Pierre yeah. also he's an actor, so he knows what he wants. Yes. Your performance. Carla does look the like. same. Yes. Mm. You know what's really funny? I have the opposite of that so yes. i worked with nina swart who was also an actress and she was like do what you need mm. do yes. what you need to in that you know i will feel if i don't feel it then i'll come and give you a little yeah. bit of but mm. it's not but it was never sorry but i yeah. think it's me that's not that great man no, i undersell you but i also i for all my theory like i sometimes literally went to a place where i had a almost a, a, a block Mm. Why well, I literally can't think yeah. past like this one way of saying this. Mm. Like how yeah. else can I convey this? Mm. Um and then she comes to me and she's like, um, how do you feel for Shvilni? I love it. For which I actually yeah, kind just of like because then I went, want. Oh, I get your intention. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um and she also which I liked her being my first director, she yeah. understood the, the struggles of being or the stress my like being yes, an actor no, definitely. and you so sh- she could help me as person as a- and as actor also mm. to grow not just let's get through this project mm. come on Nina Swart mm. as well yeah thank I you Nina <laughs> I also think that like just advice for 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 your first experience like there's two things first of all like this I think this is maybe personal but I know this is this happens to mm-hmm. everyone is that when, when you oh yeah when you're in a new pro, when you're doing a new project or between plays you're like confident at the end of the of the, the production mm. you did last and then a um, few months go by and you're doing your first new project and you feel like i'm useless yeah, i'm useless yeah. i'm not an actor i'm not worthy of being here yeah. 
So just accept that you are going to be very nervous and you're going to have that that mindset. But call Devanisha because mm-hmm. Dev, <laughs> Nisha, Hypes and woman. Caleb as well. Remind <laughs> remind yourself of your worth, but also know that it's like it has to do it with is, ego. Yeah. It's not about your you being stressed. It's about doing the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you focus on the work, yeah. on what you wow, have to portray, 100%. what you have to communicate, then the ego falls away. You're not stressed mm, about 100%. failing a director. Mm. Um, and also just the, for the difference between theater and, and film, if you come from a theater background where yeah. you studied, we are used to preparing, 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 yeah. preparing, and giving Wonder. the performance of our life. Yes. Now yeah. film, the difference between these two is you should actually just prepare, 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 and then just be open to work with the yeah. director. Yeah. Yes. Just be open, just have that fluidity about yeah. you. It's not yeah. about giving the performance of your life with every single line because that's something that I think Ooh, we love to mm-hmm. milk it milking lines it's just a line yeah. <laughs> I, me and Carla Smith also had a very interesting discussion a few times already about how our industry the actors in our industry we audition with every project we do yes. so complex is my audition for my yes. next movie so yes. I'm not absolutely oh, it's just a gosh. scene where I look in the fridge but I am looking <laughs> in that fridge so sometimes just being so the biggest compliment someone can give me is saying like you were so natural I didn't so on because then I'm just being then I'm actually acting not auditioning Mm. because you're not auditioning you're just just like focus on your act because there's a complete that's so true I auditioned for something today and and I was like I'm not gonna do this scene like (laughs) 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 it's so relaxed by the fact that I submit that and also just being like I'm here for a reason like I got casted for 100% so stop like talking to myself but going like oh my word that wanted Marguerite van Eerden they hate me they wanted you so being like yeah. just take it you're there for a reason. also they're paying you already it's exactly. clever yeah. <laughs> contract signed the contract is signed you are there now unless you break a leg I... or anything then they're not gonna fight you can I like absolutely I had a whole <laughs> for me fear meter was the most stressful thing right yeah. and I just I kept on sitting there going why did they pick me why did they pick me why did because I was so inside my yeah. own head where I got to a point where I was like wait man I must sign the contract. It's done now. I'm just here to do my work. So just do your work. Nobody has to tell you that you're fantastic all the time. Also, different directors do different things. Just know that. Um, and, and different people give you different types of energy. And that is also okay. So work with it. And know that you are doing... Just do your job. They will tell you if you're bad if you're not. Just do your job. Yeah. Actually, it's they, that simple. They, yeah. they won't even always. But they won't even always tell you that you're bad. <laughs> but they will ask for what they want. Yeah. 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 They will. Yeah. They will get the and take. They'll, your, they'll get the take. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that. I, I felt so bad because sometimes after they would be like, okay, so and this is what I'm looking for. You give me this, which I like, but I want this. Then I go, cool. Next day, okay, but I just, I want this. And I'm like, you did tell me. I'm so sorry. So on. Okay, guys, let's chat about the South African film and TV industry. Do you Ooh. think... But Okay, two questions Ooh. on the industry. I'd love to. We about have a loaded industry. question, then we have just a quick practical question. Let's start yeah. with, the, with the light-hearted one. Um, do you think... Oh, it's not light-hearted at all, actually. <laughs> somber. Um, do you think COVID ha- still has an impact on the film industry? And if you think so, in what way? Absolutely. I mean, um, just... When we did the Christmas movie, five people got COVID and we had to stop production for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ha- oh. they rented... Were there only five people in that cast? No, no. There was, <laughs> no, there was a big no, cast. No, no, no. <laughs> um, oh, the movie is Twisted Christmas with Fons Jaramax. Stream you know? it now. <laughs> so um, five it's people got 
got COVID and luckily only one, one, well, firstly, one of them was an actor. So they had to write in lines where they went, where is, uh, we're starting, we're starting now. Oh, he's in the bathroom already again. Just on like things like that. That is hilarious. always a dummy thing. And there's a whole scene where the grandma is talking to him through a door, (laughs) but he's not there because he has COVID. And also, so they had to stop production for, for a week. And they had a, a rented a house in yes. No, 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 the the, the Camps Bay, um, Constantia. No, Constantia, Constantia. For I mean, a yes, that was a, your house, your yes. family's house. So, <laughs> I mean, I can't I think it. how much <laughs> money that to. I think they lost like ten thousand rand a day for some, yeah. and they can't get that back. So. Um, Yikes. It, it, it I also, also, I think it's going to switch because COVID is such a horrible thing and so many people are dying and losing like jobs and money and everything. But in a way, it's also kind of helping our industry a bit because if you're looking at the 50 films, mm. if, you're yes, looking, that's true. if you're looking at like, because they went, okay, we have to stop everything for four months and then they went, Oh, oh shit! We have we, nothing. Yeah. They went, Louis, quickly write us a yes. a, 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 a reacts for Stan. I went, okay, complex. Email us how to Stan. Yes. So like in a way, it's also helping. And Television never stops. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the exactly. thing is, people people also they need to be entertained now. They need Constantly. to go like, oh, don't think about COVID. Don't think about everything. Like just look at the television for Stan. I I just because for me, I feel like I have so much more auditions for shows. Mm-hmm post um during covid and like post lockdown lockdown yeah. than before which was weird because like auditioning but for a lot there's so many shows and just seeing how many things are being created yeah. is fascinating it's definitely gotten better but like just apart from from the actual jobs i'd say the social aspect of being on set has changed oh. drastically yes. because like yeah, you, you kind of in that time you become a family and you become like this this tight-knit group but like my experience being on set last year is i never even spoke to my co-star between scenes we didn't like we were sitting apart from each other yeah. we were wearing masks mm. and, but that was like that was directly after lockdown so oh, okay so very but like still in we shot the movie three weeks ago lost this um, <laughs> um and then there there like the the social aspect wasn't as clear as it yeah. used to be like four days in i saw our dop without a his mask. mask for the first time and i was <gasps> like oh my word you on he has a beard that's your face and i was like yes. whoa oh my word dude legit that was so, us that was us working on sorry on tablesport we everyone had to sit so far apart and we were kind of like you know you in your own and then i saw people's full faces yeah, for the first crazy. time yes. my makeup artist's face for the first, first time and i was like oh, Roxanne, yeah. is that yeah. is that yeah. you yeah. i didn't that expect that. <laughs> you've started like building a relationship with these people but you but don't like actually know person. and then they take off their mask and you're like oh yeah. That, hi, nice to meet I you. I remember with with complex. Um, I obviously saw Tinari with her mask on mm-hmm. the first time, and I was like starstruck. And then I got used to her, and mm-hmm. then she took off her mask like <laughs> after three weeks, and I went, "This is for my girl." <laughs> 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 no, That's but it's just adorable. like it's, it's, it's her, oh, her now. Yeah, yeah. but I also it being like a different experience. Like after last this, we met such like incredible people, and then you go, "Okay, it's five days of." seeing each other like 24 7 yes, and i love you guys okay and just <laughs> leave without a hug or yeah. anything and, and it's just so 
there's no closure, no like, I'm hugging you, let's go mm. get a drink, let's yeah, go have to start. Okay, well, to add to that, that was also when alcohol was banned, so we couldn't <laughs> even, we couldn't even yeah, go yeah. for a drink. Yeah. So, yeah. The social aspect, yeah. Not like that's the toughest part yeah. of it, Mark. Okay, guys, serious question. Is there anything, any big changes that you would like to see uh, uh, you yeah. in the film industry in South Africa? Yes, guys, because we don't make money. Yeah. Like well, we I, I, I think... got asked. I, sorry, just when Complex came out, just when Complex came out, uh, a, a man asked me because um, I'm doing those seminars at schools. Yes. And one of the teachers, he's like, um, "But why are you working here? Aren't you like rolling in money no, now? You're like no. done for life." I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> exactly. No, 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 no. Just because it's on Showmax yeah, now, Uncle. Show but that's mean that my thing. I don't understand. Like all of the South African content is now on Showmax and stuff. And so, why are we not why getting? getting it? Like nothing. I don't even need. I don't even need like twenty percent. Like just give me like a payout. Like here's an extra something to go buy some yeah. shoes. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, Does net do, do the Netflix people get I, I don't know. royalties? May, that could be. I think that's so. an international. It's international yeah, standard. But yeah, someone also, asked Greta Lee. I did an international thing, and they sell the South African actors for next to nothing. nothing. Yes. Yeah. And I go, why? Are, why am I getting paid four thousand rand a day when that guy who's a American actor is getting paid twenty thousand a day? No, but I heard through yeah. the grapevine that some a lot of times the <laughs> production companies that they come to no, but there's a certain amount of money that the Americans are giving, and then the production company also takes yeah. their own money, and that's why you're not getting paid the same amount as that. American or UK cute. actress yes. that also has the mm. same like level role as you, you yeah. know, they also have like a smallish role. It's very bad. But that's also back to like advice. Get make sure your your agent you have someone who yes, fights for you. Yeah, but Stella, I could Stella talent, Suzanne, she gets me paid. That lady is an iron lady. I love you. We, I, myself and Devanisha have Anna Bimarain <laughs> and she is the best yes. thing on the planet. <laughs> She fights for us, and I love that. She's incredible. Get signed with her. So, but, (laughs) but absolutely, it's it's. um, But then, where does where do we start with the? Because this discussion, I feel like young people, we are we are still making a noise about it. The older people have started. It's obviously the law. It obviously has to do with with the law and the constitution. So we obviously need. They are. But like for a couple of years already, like five years ago. Saga exists. I don't know what I can do. Like what can I do? We can't really do anything because we need. No. So I guess. Okay, I'm gonna get someone else. I guess on the next Novi Guide podcast, we are gonna try and find the people who are part of law about lawmaking. Lawyer professionals. We will try and get some saga people up in here. Apart from money, is yeah. Um, very often, that's Variation. Near um, Representation. Yeah, yeah. Representation. I, I had, and also, why is all the, it's always the boring lead and then interesting side characters. <laughs> like, I don't want to see another series about white people. Yes, <laughs> brown and brown. Exactly. Um, ah. 
know? <laughs> we had I had a discussion the other day with someone where we went, why is it always it's it's about a girl and she's very bland and then her best friend is like fiery and, and interesting and, and of color. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or or a bit on the heavier side or something like mm. that. Yes. And I'm like, just I think more, diversity and representation will always yes. be like at all of our top of the list. Yeah. But also also it's like you get you get um shows and then you get people of color shows yes 100 especially on afrikaans television if there is a show uh, with representation it's not just it's not normal yes television if that makes sense and if we if we were if you okay the big thing that i want nina is i want um cake net and cake net and key not to exist exactly i want that not to exist i want that not to exist why is there a division between white afrikaans television And we're gonna mm. put it. We're gonna call yeah. a spade a spade. White Afrikaans television, and then yeah. colored mm. Afrikaans. None of, none of us are jobs. That's ah! fine. We create our own stuff. But there's a white Afrikaans television, and then yes. there's a colored Afrikaans television, yes. and the reruns, mm. and because also, that then makes yes. it rejects. Yeah. And also, you get you get a character. You get a normal character with like a normal like story and whatever yeah. and that character is a, a white average looking or pretty looking because normal is, is that's white. normal yeah. yes. and then you get your colored character and that person has this whole like colored narrative <laughs> that mm. their, I think it's always know. about and them being colored yes. yes. it's never about them uh, you have this a person that's overweight and that's their, their whole narrative yes. yeah. can't the like the lead just yes. be like she's not a size 6 and been, she's yeah. a size 14 and That's just do. That's yeah. just part of it. It's Absolutely. just it's not a whole identity. Because but but that deals with psychology and that deals with mm. our um our global psych our just yeah. our global psychology of whiteness and and no we, and and making whiteness than the yeah the normal white and skinny because um and yeah Dr. Robin DeAngelo was speaking because she writes books on like white fragility and white psychology and all that stuff and um she says white people are the norm. Mm. And a person of color is a type of person, yes. mm. or uh, 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 yeah. you know, in society, uh, a person who is more on the heavy side, you are a type of mm. person, yes. and so therefore you get kind of yeah. shunned in that sense. And so when and then when we are talking about you, it needs that thing, yes. that identifier is the only thing you're known if by. I'm, if I'm literally just thinking of when I was little and I wanted a Barbie, mm. and I wanted the brunette Barbie because I wanted a Barbie to look like me. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and that's just the, on hair color yes. like yeah. what just on awful yeah can I, i i can i tell you this sad story and that's why it made me cry that's why covid has stolen so much <laughs> from us um last year i was supposed to play volma in um <laughs> floy in floy yeah oh you were going to do floy i was going to do floy oh. i was supposed to do floy in 2019 as well <laughs> lol and then um 2020 as well But um, I was going to play Vilma. And Vilma was the first character in a book that I read. And I said, I like her just mm. because she looks like me. Oh, when I was like seven years God. old. And I was like, oh my word, that's our full circle. I get to play the character that inspired me. To, you and, know. Also, and also um, also like disabilities. Mm. And yeah. Yes. Just like normalizing normal people. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, because they're normal people. Yeah, not Because yeah. we have this, you have like commercially attractive white yes. people playing straight white people mm. straight characters Sison playing every like lead and then you have your your baddest friend <laughs> yes your yeah. best friend yeah. and yes. your Sison like, do you know what I want to <laughs> see <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I really want to see 
because we're all on we're all we're all busy doing like Afrikaans television and mm. I've seen this like on with multi choices Mnet how they how they deal with like racial issues mm. as it is mm. and I don't see that on Afrikaans television it's mm. like we do sometimes we have like cool diverse casts mm. um but then it's like it's whitewashed Gary yes no, and it's I, I, I so loved the Christmas film Twisted Christmas absolutely loved because it. it was so it was about like the the culture differences yeah. differences was yes. showed and celebrated it wasn't this is the normal and now yes. we're going into this oh whatever yeah. it was just this is the culture and this is the it other is culture. what it is and this is what it is and this is real life no one's gonna go like where where i'm white or where where and, I'm and that wasn't like, even like the, that wasn't story. the story it wasn't the it story wasn't, yeah. it wasn't about it was just the family dr- yeah, like it was just c- yeah. beautiful film exactly culture and coming together my favorite like, moment in that old movie is where she goes yeah i love yeah, <laughs> yeah i love <laughs> 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 Sorry, okay. Was also, I love that she was just, your mother. Yeah. Like, I'm such a fan it of her. Being. It was literally people being. And that's why I love being a part of that whole yes, project. Yes, because I feel like there's so many I projects mean, that I watch and they go, they beat around that bush. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like, know what we need? We also just need brown and black uh, people who are spearheading this because do you have a brown director? Yes, Samira. Yeah, if you have a brown director yes, yes. who just goes, I am just being... Yeah. And this is just yeah. being. Yeah. So let's. It's actually those be. people at you know the, at I mean? the writing table. It's the people who are in the creation so box, that they but can it's write. also the money. Yes. yes. And also, I was speaking. Okay, this is. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah. Um. So this is something that I've been speaking to about uh, to a friend of mine. The people who are on top, who who is there and who's giving out the money for things to be produced, yeah. right? So if you have just white people on top who are going, yeah, let's just just do one big colored um, movie. Because we like feasting on uh, colored trauma, yeah. let's keep on creating that because we—that's the narrative that we want. Yeah. You know, you you need to have the people, the ones who are in the space creating and making. It needs to be a, that needs to yes. be diverse for the yeah. content to be diverse. Yeah. Okay, guys, I think um, Devanisha, we have we literally <laughs> said this with our previous podcast. I think with every single podcast, we need like money for a new broadcasting yeah. channel. <laughs> okay, but I think we and it needs them. to be run by. Okay. Just, Young okay, guys, nearing the end of the discussion, oh, just before our final two questions, I just want to ask you quickly, I know the answer, but you have to tell the people out there, are there any projects you are currently working on and tell us about it? So, currently, myself, Nina, <laughs> Melissa, Conradi, we're currently busy with pre-production of a new Cake Knit story film that will be coming out, we don't know when, but that's a yeah, new this, project. This it will come out this year, um, the next couple of months. Um, but we're very excited about that. That is so nice yeah. to be a working actor. <laughs> it's like, no, no, I, I am busy. What am I doing? Are you done? I'm done. Oh, um. I'm doing the fiestas next week. So <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah, fil- not next week, week after that. We're filming the fiestas. Um, no, 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 it's not the I'm part of the show now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. so yeah. exciting. <laughs> that's, that's what the people who've won awards yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you win the award, you end up in the show. That's how it goes. Got the t shirt and the stunt field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm absolutely we are not these people this is just a <laughs> but we are these people <laughs> um, okay so we we finished filming uh, another Kijknet story film Lastest Lovely. directed by yes. Beer Adriaanse um, about two weeks ago three weeks ago and that should also be showing on Kijknet sometime this year 
Um, further, Tevanisha and I are doing some voice. Oh yeah, me too. Actually, oh, I'm part of Quantum Lab as well. The series is named Crash. Crash. Yeah, and mm. it will be showing sometime on, on ETV. ETV. This yes. year, yeah. <laughs> well, since um, if they all said the project that I'm working on, well, the project is like Ran Petticoats, yeah, the film, and the film, the film, the film, and then last is as well. I did, um, and then um, writing, yeah, <laughs> 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 and you need, oh, Nina, 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 plug. Oh, oh, tomorrow oh, night. But well, when this airs, it's not going to be tomorrow night anymore. My um, <laughs> so you have to say the date. Uh, the 16th of Feb tomorrow. But it's going to be on Showmax as well. Yes. yes. So stream I it. I play a, uh, a cam- my cameo in uh, my f- the meatiest thing I've done, like film acting yes, wise, um, is airing on Dibuklub. Yeah. Okay, guys, I want to ask you a serious question. You've got one chance to give an aspiring actor or actress one piece of advice one only what would you say i absolutely love that i get to do these um podcasts with you because every time they ask one thing and then i get to give a whole bunch (laughs) because like okay stop remember this that they don't always cast the best person (laughs) the most talented one just think of that there's so many other aspects it's so complex okay so i'm gonna add on to what you just (laughs) said caleb my thing is always be nice and be humble Mm -hmm. because if you're nice and humble on set then they will recognize that and they will be like oh this guy or girl they're great to work with and we'd like to work with him in the future yeah um if you i'm going to say two things i'm so sorry (laughs) the first thing is if you can be any type of actor, be the one that works the hardest. Yes. Um, because the actors that make it in 20 years are not the most talented and not the most, not prettiest, not mm. the They're the people, met, I don't know the English word, keep on working hard forever. Um, determination, yes. And the second one is people are always going to try and tear you down and make excuses for why you got it. Sure. So be like, yeah. oh, she Lord. got it because she's this. Yes. No, because I, I heard a lot of, oh, she just got it because she knew <laughs> this person mm. or whatever, whatever, whatever. And yeah, sometimes those things are true. Sometimes you just got it because you're mm. pretty, okay? But uh, fuck, own it. Yeah, own it, own it, own it. I know that I got own it because it. I did work hard, actually. And, and you I know did, you can do the job. Yeah, so you, at the end of the day, you did get it. So don't let those negative comments get you down. Because at the end of the day, it's just born out of jealousy. And it sounds very like Petty saying, oh, they're just jealous, but they're just jealous. Mm, 100%. <laughs> My one, um, I would say... And Nina, you must also give one. Um, I would say, this is this is a quote from one of my favorite shows called Smash. If you haven't watched Smash, watch Smash. Uh, Jennifer Hudson's character says, protect the work. The moment you lose your focus of, you know, that if your focus is not on the work, it, it's going to suffer. Wow. So protect the work. Don't listen to all the other people. Don't listen to yourself, because sometimes you are telling yourself that you don't deserve to be in that space. But as soon as you protect your character and you mm. are serving your character, it shines and it shows. So protect the work, protect your character. Yeah. Stunning. I would say um, 
I'm always c- comparing theater and film, but it's yeah. because I'm still busy making that transition for myself. Yeah. I would say, no, that when, like, for example, for theater, you prepare and you get on stage and you project and you project and you project everything that you worked on to the audience. But with film, know that you, just you sitting there is enough. You have a presence and the camera sees it and, and don't feel like you have to prove your presentness or your beingness with doing stuff. Stian always says, um, just show up, know your lines and say your lines. And it's so simple but when you think about it, when you when you dissect that line, that 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 piece of advice, it's so true. Mm. It's just 100%. show up, be present. What you're saying, mm. you've done ninety percent of the job. It's not that complicated, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, guys, we are nearing the end of this beautiful discussion. This is definitely one of my favorite Yay. podcast discussions. Yay. I actually wanted it to be filmed, man. <laughs> but one Same. last very serious question: You have a chance, which which. We are time traveling like back in time. You have one chance to give your 18-year-old self. So this is going to be a piece of advice personal to your 18-year-old self. You have that chance. What would you say to yourself? (laughs) As cliche as it sounds, and probably if you've asked this question to everyone on this podcast, then 50% of the answers are going to be this. Just, just like believe in yourself because there's, I've, I've like done so many auditions where I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I'm, this is not going to ever work out. Mm. It's a miracle if I even get, if they even watch my tape, because they're just going to look at the still and they're going to go like, no, <laughs> not this guy. And then... Why not? He's such a cute guy. Like 50% of the time I go, I'm not going to get it. I do get a callback. And then 50% of those times I do get the role. So like, just, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Um, So yeah, just, just stop getting in your head and just do it and have fun doing it because that's why we do this. I would tell myself, because I'm very fortunate at, like, how life is going, I'm not going to lie, and I really like the way that my career is going, I'll just tell myself to continue, because it's going to work out. <laughs> continue, it's going to work out, babes. Sure. Um, <laughs> your 18-year-old me. <laughs> um, my mom always told me, um, in, it's an Afrikaan, sorry, as you can do it, can you do If you can yes. dream it, you can do it. And so, literally, I would tell her to shoot for the stars because hopefully you'll land up in the clouds. And to keep, like, because I'm not saying this to be like, oh, but I'm, I wasn't, I'm not naturally talented. I worked hard. So Stop it. Like, no, but literally, but like, I work hard. Yes. Um, and to be like, you're worth something. Because I think I spent so much time feeling worthless and, allowing people to just uh, you know shove me to the bottom and not to allow that and i can say that to anyone like you are worth mm-hmm. everyone's worth something everyone. and actually i think everyone on this planet if we believed in ourselves we can achieve more than we do and the uh, last piece of advice <laughs> to my 18 year old self i would tell myself i think yeah i would tell myself you're a giant you've always been a giant don't ever this sounds hectic but 
believing in your giantness <laughs> is huge. Like you are a giant. You are meant for this moment. There Come are on, giants in the sky. <laughs> Never, no, absolutely, yeah. It's like, sorry, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. You're a giant, and for me, like I, I always, I have, um, and I rebuke that devil in the name of Jesus. Amen. I there's this imposter syndrome that I'm not supposed to be in places that I end up in all the time. Um, I won a fiesta, and I went. How did you see who was nominated? And um. And then in that time, you have to be like, I am a giant and that is okay. <laughs> I'm a giant and that's fine. But realizing and standing and owning up to the fact that you are made and meant for a time to shake the foundations of this Hallelujah. industry. <laughs> I have Christ. one more piece Hallelujah. of advice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Every one of us has a genius in ourselves, yes, okay? And it's so specific and individual to you. So when you go and perform, the moment you try to be, try to be, try to be this, try to be that, you're not honoring your own genius. Mm. Know who you are. You don't have to know your 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 um, identity, but but know that that you have a genius and honor that genius and work with that genius. Because if you do the work and you believe in your genius, nothing. No amount of insecurity or nerves mm. for the first day on set is going to throw you over. Um, yeah, this is an incredibly inspirational um, Novi Guide podcast. And I want to thank you all for joining Nina and I on this. Thank and, you for having and, us. And, and all of these fantastic things that we said, yes, you, you go, yes, I feel so determined when I go on set now. But you will get to a time mm. where you're like, oh my gosh, I am the worst one in the room. And then you mm. listen to this podcast again. <laughs> And you, it just picks yeah, you up. Yeah. Just yeah, pick yourself up. Lelak malaka. Lelak malaka. And to the podcast, bro. Right. I know it.